0: The Spin Off Podcast Network.
1: Raising capital or taking your business to the world? Investment Fix has everything you need to make it happen. This season, we're exploring the US market, the opportunities it offers, what it takes to grow a business there,
2: and the best way to approach investors. The Investment Fix Podcast. Tune in today. Are you making the most of your KiwiSaver investment?
1: Welcome, everybody, to the January episode of On the Rag. This is your friendly home for us New Zealand banshees to shriek as we see fit about the world around
0: us. Yes, please. Screech it to the skies.
1: <laughs> uh, my name is Alex Casey. I am joined, as always, by the lovely Leonie Hayden. Kia ora. And Michelle Cork. Kia ora na. What a day. Mm. I feel like I have been waiting to do this podcast
2: for 10 years.
0: It It has been a month that lasted for 10 years. It's
2: crazy. It it was really weird because I was away in, in Rarotonga for the first two weeks of it and came and ignored everything and then came back to just a shitstorm of Bullshit I'm sorry <laughs> M-
0: Michelle That's why it fell apart Because I wasn't here Fixing
2: things God I Never help it. leave again Oh god And then it was just Hit after hit After hit And it stopped being You know You go through The threshold of Oh this is just ridiculous mm. So I I can't Take it anymore Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah.
1: Before we get stuck Into mm. that We have to Shout out The Women's Bookshop our Best friends in the whole world Who make this podcast possible We love you We love them so much and they help us so much. <laughs> Please go check them out on Ponsonby Road if you're in Auckland or at nz. We actually celebrated um, Carol of The Woman's
2: Bookshop, who got on the New Year's honours list, list yeah. for her contributions to literature that, and that amazing. coolness. And she's so deserved. Yeah, literature and women, I think. Mm. What a nice combo. One, two. She, she did the coolest speech at her... Oh,
0: she organised oh, the these drinks to celebrate her own <laughs> Which I was supposed award. to go to and I didn't because
2: I went to somewhere else. Oh, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, but I thought what was really cool is she invited um, a lot of other people that I think she sort of felt a kinship with um, to come the, and be celebrated as well, like Susie Wiles, mm. friend of the spin off and oh, lots of yay. other cool people. Paula Morris. And I thought that was um, really cool and very much in the, the spirit of the Women's Bookshop and yeah. collectivism and actually... You know, yeah, mm-hmm. no one stands as an island in these things, you've got to celebrate together with each have other. Oh, goodness, many mothers, totally. Mm. Mm. I'm trying to remember her speech, it was rousing, it was It was really I'll rousing. And um, I also didn't realize that she used to be a drama teacher, and that someone else talked yes. in their speech about um, her time as drama teacher at Auckland Girls Grammar, and there were just young women performing like edgy feminist theatre pieces in the streets. Oh, I love it. It sounded cool. She would have been
2: great. She'd have been a drama awesome. Teacher.
1: I don't wanna like advise people to like stalk or track down somebody but if you are in the yeah. women's bookshop and you do get a chance to talk to her
2: yep make it happen, yeah. make it happen. she makes a good cup of tea oh um, we actually she, can ooh. I just I have to say she makes the best guacamole <laughs> in the country really yeah it's a thing if you if your book is launched at the women's bookshop there will be guacamole served and there are people who don't you can't even read who comes <laughs> just for the guacamole so what's the go. what's the vibe she won't say I don't know. well I don't know but you can't even secret. tell like what? the magic no, there's so I, I don't I don't know what it is, but there's a level mm-hmm. of chilli in it and a level of lime in mm-hmm. it that Borsche. makes oh. it... Oh. Is it chilli? Am, am I talking bullshit? It could no, well be chilli yeah. and garlic mm-hmm. and whatever. Anyway, it's magic and I, I think it's best not to know. Gosh. Really? Congratulations, Carol!
0: for services to Magic World. <laughs> on behalf of your nation. It's the main
1: thing, here. Uh, we are giving away a book, uh, thanks to the women's bookshop this month. It is called What You Wish For by Catherine Robertson Robertson, excuse me. A lively, funny novel set in a vividly realized small New Zealand town full of delightfully quirky characters. If you would like to win that, check it out on our Facebook page. It's facebook.com
2: slash on the rag pod. May I say that I read it <gasps> on the beach? You did the in homework. Rangata, and it's a lovely, lovely read. The characters uh, have reappeared from other books in that sort of series and Ooh. they've developed, and then there are new characters. So it's a really, it's like going back to visit the, your favourite town. It's
1: great. I love that. Oh, yeah. that's what we can do. Tell us your favourite New Zealand town. That's going to be the entry mechanism. Yes. Um, we also have our private Facebook group, which continues to be a haven on mm-hmm. the internet. It is on the rag 24-7. Um, you can just say hello and we'll let you in, basically. Yep. We'll give you a little stalk and then we'll let you in. <laughs>
2: yeah. Am I allowed to say that? Yeah. yeah it's not an automatic, you have a little check, <laughs> hey? have a little check. Yeah. I look at you. I look at you.
0: Do yeah. say hello or or something, though, because sometimes <laughs> I look at the waiting for approval and I see no response. Has not answered questions. I, think, I mean, come on, it's mm-hmm. a pretty easy <laughs> yeah. yeah,
1: That's like someone knocking on your door and then just staring <laughs> Just standing there for or, hours. Or somebody ringing you up and not speaking. <laughs> yes. I know. Yes. We also have Instagram now. It's crazy. We're, oh, social media, 2019, look oh out. <laughs> we got Instagram, it's got two posts on it. <laughs> we started off real strong, but it's going to pick up um, because we are making a... Online show as well as this podcast <gasps> yeah. uh, this year, so we'll have lots of uh, behind the scenes.
0: <laughs> what am I saying? I.e., <laughs> Alex wearing wigs.
1: Going to be so many wigs. We have a wig budget, like it's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> that is um, at on the rag pod, which is also our Twitter handle. Oh, okay. Coming up, it's been a shutter, of a month.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. burn it all down and start again, everyone. We are going to find a way to talk about it
1: without um, screaming. We could scream as well. We'll give Tina a bit of warning. I'm Tina, not
2: promising I'm producer. not going to scream.
0: I'm not promising that. No. I
2: might even cry. I don't we know. Get, I'm on the edge dull. of it at, at a lot of points. Yeah. It
0: yeah. is very cathartic to have a yell or a scream sometimes. Alex and I used to indulge in a bit of that after filming the spin-off TV. We do. we get in do. the car and have a yell. Well, Screaming mean, in the cars, good. I'm not good at the actual scream because it hurts my throat. Mm. So it, mine's more my, quite a low guttural sound. <laughs> yes, yeah, it's awful. It is a horrible sound. Yeah.
2: Oh my god. I do that when I'm on roller coasters. <laughs> <laughs> and, and let, let it, it out because nobody can work out who, which person is doing <laughs> it road. unless you're sitting directly next to me, and it's <laughs> usually someone who knows it. <laughs> yeah, so it's good. Let it out. Mm. <laughs> this is your podcast
1: roller coaster. <laughs> what should we say? Okay. Should we start with how's it going? <laughs> how's it apart from the news? So January New Year new us. Yes. Did we make resolutions? Did we? Have we seen the start of January as a new a new opportunity?
2: <laughs> We're just right back to where we stand. No, I actively discourage myself from making resolutions. Or mm. and what I usually do is keep a diary of the first uh, twelve days of the year, because my theory over the years has been that each of those first twelve days is uh, in a capsule what each month is going to be like. And I and I've checked back. You know, the the second of January was terrific and the 3rd of January was with bit meh and I'll go back and go, oh, February mm. was awesome and March was, mm. I, Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the same. The 7th of Jan, you pop on a scarf yeah. and a beanie. because <laughs> it's, yeah. it's going to be winter. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I do, I actively decided not to try and control any of that stuff and and, and went and sat on a beach and went snorkelling with turtles. Oh, so that's,
0: oh literally my favourite thing in the world to do. It's
2: just fantastic. So I'm going to, that's what I'm going to try and do more of this year is get into the ocean with creatures Mm -hmm. um i'm hoping to go and see some dolphins in akaroa later this week and yeah so i didn't have a resolution but one kind of came to me which was just go breathe in the water and see what you can see don't
0: i hope you do not kiss the turtle though we were talking in the office this week about animals you shouldn't kiss and apparently turtles are covered in salmonella don't kiss it on the lips wow
2: do, have, do have lips? <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Hedgehogs apparently also don't kiss those. Yeah, but, I mean, it's obvious. Uh, it's it, obvious. it was yeah, prompted yeah. by
0: some warning in the US to people to not to snuggle or kiss hedgehogs that they find because oh, they're full well, of diseases. It's hard
2: to get to a hedgehog's mouth. It's, <laughs> it's hard to feel sorry for someone who snuggled a hedgehog and <laughs> got something wrong with them, really.
0: I love that it was <laughs> such a problem some massive American agency had <laughs> to release a public service announcement about it.
2: Like, mm. they were created to not snuggle. Yeah, You've been are. silly. It's they like are s- very cute, though. <laughs> they are really cute. they got really cute smushy faces. Mm. Mm. What about you? So, resolutions? Oh, well,
1: as per my norm, I made... 70,000 Revol- revolution <laughs> <laughs> Spinning! One of them was My to learn year. how to speak. Um, <laughs> and I think some of them are sort of in try. I've got really boring, like, financial ones. Mm. Um, but one of them I actually wanted to thank you for, Leonie, which was our conversation towards probably actually would have been our last podcast when you started talking about going to the gym and, like, working out in a way that was to see, to, like, gain strength and see your body, like, you know. Yeah. Mm. Um, adapt to being trained and things like that. And I took that with me and I've been swimming like every morning and I've started running. But it's not very fast <laughs> or far <laughs> and I get very tired. It's very hot out there. Um, but swimming has like totally changed like my day. Oh, that's awesome. It's crazy. Yeah. Like, it clears my head. I can't physically cannot take my phone in with me. Yeah. <laughs> I have looked into the
0: water. Where do you fast. swim?
1: Just across there at Morningside. And I love it because it's with all these old ladies the loveliest old ladies in the world. And I just, we have all these like the quiet ritual of sort of getting ready and stuff. No one really talks much, yeah. but it's just like, I don't know. I just love the ritual of it. And I've loved um, like feeling myself get fitter and better. And yeah, right. I've just, I've, I've, feel like I've stuck to a resolution. I mean, what, what's the date? It's not even the end of January. Here I am. <laughs> the 30th of January. <laughs> but that's good. Most people make it to the third.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's
1: yeah. Oh, well, that's awesome. So that's, that's me.
0: Well, everything else is going to I tried get. to swim a bit more at the gym And I, if anything, I've gotten worse Really? I just had <laughs> no work? technique I was never much of a swimmer as a kid I just like being in the water yeah, yeah, <laughs> Once yeah. I'm there, I'm not that good at the things that you're meant to do Mm. And so I mostly just kick around on my back.
2: Nice. <laughs> That's nice. Floating. I really like floating. You go.
0: It's my it's thing. A good, good there's a lot of there's floaters in there. Floaters. <laughs> I, I am the main floater in there.
2: I thought of you a lot, Leonie, because so your two words at the end of last year, at our last pod, were mm. uh, strong and independent. Mm. They were your two words for 2019. Yes. And I kept thinking about that. And what a fantastic... You know, if you're going to pick two words for you, oh, yeah, I'm full of, yeah, I have to find my own. I can't have yours. You can have mine. Well, no. my words are your words. I'm worst. too tired to get strong, so, so, yeah. so, so yeah. yeah.
0: What about just rested, go rest,
2: rest. rest yeah. and peace? Rest and peace. I'll go for have that. Have some rest, <laughs> find some peace. <laughs> Namaste, yeah, and start singing kumbaya again. Let's not do it. Yeah. <laughs>
1: That was beautiful. Though. It was yeah. special. It's one of the great memories. And how about you, Leone? Start
0: of your year? Uh, it's going pretty well. I don't do resolutions either, except for really easily attainable ones, like buy a new dish brush. Yeah <laughs> And then I do it Nailed And then I feel it. really like Proud of myself For ticking something off oh the my list Oh god It's it. like when you write A
1: to-do list And you write things You've already done on it
0: <laughs> so, just so you can go
1: You're like Well I only just yeah. did it So I technically could have Written this list yeah. beforehand."
0: Although To be honest I have not yet Actually bought the dish brush no. <laughs> But it became a news resolution Because I've needed one For a couple of months <laughs> But it's achievable Yeah Yeah I could do that In the next 24 hours If I wanted to Yeah You really could <laughs> Um, but otherwise, uh, my year has uh, personally been fine, professionally hard, just because of all the stories that sort of have filtered through. And mm. um, and then obviously the local stuff gets sort of covered here in the spin-off office. So you, as part of your job, have to look at it in the eyes. Yeah. Mm. And that is uh, one part of our job that I struggle with. But I always feel proud of myself for sort of getting through it. Obviously, I didn't have to do as much work on the recent local news as Alex did, and I have not felt prouder in a very long time same, of same. the work that you did on that, that Roast buster story, because it yeah, was incredible. Total respect. Yeah, oh, absolutely. No. I
1: um, I didn't swim at all last week. Yeah. <laughs> Just so <we're> clear.
2: <laughs> Sometimes these
1: sort of things flare up, and it felt, um, speaking with uh, the woman who decided Gener- so generously and bravely to share a story with me it felt selfish to do anything else wow isn't that crazy? like I couldn't even I didn't really eat like I was just because any distraction that wasn't working on the story felt like a a waste it was a I guess there was an urgency to it as well with the the News Hub mm. coverage on, on the Monday night and it's sort of happening in the same week. But
2: um. So did you start working on that story because of the News Hub coverage? You, that, then you turned it around mm. really fast. I don't know how you managed to do that. Yeah, And I'm incredibly grateful that you did. Mm, well, it was actually a lot of it was thanks to the spin-off
1: support network that is l- was laced underneath me the whole time. I had a lot of help from, um, you know, our other writers doing extra reporting and, and research and even down to the lovely Simon day, fixing me a plate of leftover Nando's cause I hadn't <laughs> eaten in hours. And <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was just, and <laughs> offering yeah. to debone the and chicken even for offering <laughs> To take the bones out, which I actually should have taken them up on. I regret it to this day. That is the <laughs> most lesson. compassionate thing I've yeah. ever heard. Well, I know such a, a lovely, kind man. Um, I think we should talk about that a little bit later. Okay. That that huge, long uh, shit trifle (laughs) with many, many layers of bad things. Because I would like to start with, I think, the first thing that sort of flared up this year that was, like, perfect on the rag fodder, which was the Gillette ad. Oh, yeah. Which, crazy to think, was only, like, two weeks ago. Was that
2: this year? (laughs) Yeah,
1: I know. Really? I know. Uh, So, if you somehow missed this, Gillette came out with an ad where they had sort of pivoted from being what is it the best a man can get to the best a man can be with this incredibly delicately beautifully put together ad showing um, good men interfering to change toxic behavior or the signs of bad men yeah Mm. Um, I thought it was great
2: I, I really did. liked it. <laughs> I thought it was absolutely fine and there was no reason to get really angry and take to Twitter. It, it didn't appear to be mean or finger pointy or, I mean, the message was, you could be better. Yeah. Mm. And here's his many men's responses were, no! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> How dare you? How dare I you refuse. suggest I have anything other than perfect... Uh, Wow, yeah. I'm I'm really, really sensitive bunch of pussies. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry.
0: I mean, I'm not going to lie that because uh, I spent uh, I had had a long relationship with someone who worked in advertising, so my distaste for that industry is mm. profound. Mm. Um, and so, I did have it in the back of my mind that there was potentially um, uh, a catering in on of a course. movement. Mm. But saying that, the actual product, the thing that they've produced, compared to every other piece of shit ad (laughs) in the world... Was exceptional. Yeah. Yeah. And the messaging was not even particularly... It was very gentle, you Mm. know? Almost too gentle. Yeah. Well, yeah. (laughs) Could
2: have gone further. (laughs) I I like the thought that we have reached a point... Because it adds, you know, encapsulate the zeitgeist and just take it to the next step. That's, you know, sort of vaguely aspirational. So the idea to me that the response to the Me Too movement and where gender equality is heading... Is able to be used to sell a product actually thrills me. Yeah, mm. sure. Because it shows you how strong that movement is and how the the thinking has shifted, um, yeah, in in some people's heads, many people's mm. heads. Yeah, if yeah, so that made me feel really positive. Yeah. And then the wow, wow, wow! I'm gonna flush my razor, Pierce Morgan. Flush a well, razor. Yeah. You just stopped crying
1: about a vegan sausage roll <laughs> 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 when this ad came along it just ruined well, Pierce's. This bloody month <laughs> it's just crazy because to me yeah I think it's like yes it's cashing in and yes you know Gillette also in tandem tell woman to remove every single part of their body here etc cetera, etc cetera. but when you consider the the part they've also had to play in shaping masculinity yeah, uh, yeah. It's it's crazy to just go, oh, stay in your lane. All of a sudden decide, stay yeah. in your lane when they've been swerving all over the motorway. Yeah, absolutely. Like, literally
2: since advertising began. Yeah. And if you want to, you know, if they've been saying for several decades, be a bit of a douche. Mm. And now they're going, don't be a douche. It, that seems like a reasonable <laughs> impression. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> No, yeah. sorry,
2: <laughs> and one thing I didn't like
0: uh, was some of the media coverage that really indulged in um, that sort of other sideism mm-hmm. that I had started to think that we were moving away from. You know, sort of looking at tweets from angry men mm. opposing the ad who had about seven followers and three likes yeah. on their tweets as if that was the other side of the argument compared to the many hundreds of thousands of messages and tweets of support for the movement, for the ad itself, for the sentiments expressed in the ad Mm -hmm. and somehow giving those the same weight and I just couldn't believe that media outlets were still doing that,
2: it seems They also, that's absolutely true it's a bit, yeah but they also framed it, like I I saw the ad um, my partner came home and showed it to me and I had a little cry and to be honest and he, he might have shared it here. because mm-hmm. it was quite moving. And then I saw, started seeing headlines saying um, Gillette suffers backlash yeah. or misses the mark with the ad or whatever. And I went, oh my God, did I miss something in there that was actually a terrible message? Did mm. I? Did, but no, it was just people going, I don't need to be told how to be a man. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, but people whose opinions
0: didn't carry any weight. Yeah. Mm. And I mean, then, gets, even with their own community, yeah. do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. these people were so unengaged with. Apart from Piers Morgan. Apart from <laughs> Piers Morgan, <laughs> the leader of the Sad Men with No Engagement. Yeah. Um, it's yeah.
1: annoying, eh? Because then, yeah, it gets framed in terms of the backlash rather than yes. the support because yeah. there has to be opposition before exactly. it's to like be. a story. You yeah. couldn't just be like, hey, here's a cool ad. Balance. So, and there journalism. were lots of, like, you know, um, response pieces praising it, yep. but it really felt like that all got lost and then i looked at the fucking downvotes on that on the actual ad on youtube i feel like there's no more damning like thing in the world than looking at the downvotes on those controversial like the the ghostbusters trailer still you know it's like millions and millions of people just going nah <laughs> it makes me freak out that yeah. we're living in two different worlds yes. i feel like that yeah. ad cuz I had the same thing. I was like, I have no idea what they've seen. I even watched some of them expecting for there to be some sort of like, I don't know, Gillette like ethically had done
2: something it, or bad. Or is it weirdly or, transphobic and I missed that? Yeah. Or, uh, what? I was like, no, no, you just, wow. You just don't I don't like, want to be told to be better. And it's not even necessarily you.
1: That's the other thing. Yeah. <laughs> but it kind of sounds like you. Yeah. <laughs> if you're mad at it, th- then it's definitely yeah, you. It's you. Yeah, no, it's you. Yeah. And then there was an interesting, there was like another side of it where it was a lot of women, the kind of people that I think believe Clementine Ford refers to as the pick me <laughs> the yeah, pick me yes. girls, writing, where's the toxic femininity <laughs> in that their, in their ad? It was like, why are you yeah. reaching that far beyond what we're talking about yeah. to actively try and bring... Woman down in this,
2: yeah, <laughs> yeah, isn't that amazing? Yeah, yeah. you could really reach it all the way around with that
0: one. <laughs> reach yeah, around, reach
2: around. Um, well, the likes, the dis, the
0: downvotes, or whatever on that Juliet add, ah. Huh? Yeah, do outweigh the one point
2: three million. But there's there's a lot of people just sitting at home downvoting. That's all they do. They don't go for a swim. They don't go. They don't see turtles, kiss them. They don't. (laughs) They do nothing but downvote. Well, that's that's true thing.
0: People care more about sharing what they don't like than what they do like. Yeah. Mm. But I just gave it a, a, a thumbs up just Oh, I'm going to gonna go home and give it a thumbs <laughs> it up, it mate. Yeah, have you just done like, it? I just yeah, did. Yeah, go it. give it a thumbs up. Go give it a thumbs up. Why not?
2: Militant feminist trying yeah. to take over the discourse.
0: This podcast was brought to you by Gillette.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm switching to Gillette, I've decided. I, it, that's just... My, it's going to be my yeah. own little
0: personal... Get the blue ones, though, not the pink ones.
2: Oh, no, yeah, absolutely. Mm. No, yeah. no, yeah, no, no. Man raises. Man raises. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Made for very sensitive people. I don't know why the people. pink ones are actually much worse, though. Yeah, yeah. Like we we both and have skin. Sensitive. We mm. all have skin, and hair growing
1: and out of here. Anyway, and we need to get rid of more of it, so we should have more blades. <laughs> we blade. have way yeah. more blades. Yeah, more and sharper. If you're listening, Juliet, here's the next frontier. <laughs> <laughs> now that you've solved masculinity. <laughs> oh dear! All right, I have a new segment. Oh. I don't know oh. if we have a sting for it. I haven't even told Tina about it. But I'm doing a little dance. It's called Jolly Holiday. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Because <laughs> I was worried that this podcast was going to be too dark. So I uh, plowed through the On The Rag 24-7 page. And I asked people to just send through some nice things, some nice funny stories. And I just thought we'd share them. Because um, there's just some great stuff happening. You know? It's mm-hmm. not all downvotes and mm-hmm. bloody bullshit. Um, so there's a story from Kate. Who uh, said, my four-year-old not only corrected my use of gendered language when referring to rubbish truck men by informing me, by informing me that ladies can be rub- rubbish truck drivers too, but also asked me specifically for a boy's dress. When I searched high and low for a non-pink, non-froofy kind of dress that I thought he might like and bought him home a grey and black nightie with spiders and cats on it. He was happy, but then he asked me again for a boy's dress. <laughs> when I asked him what a boy's dress was, which I should have done initially, he looked at me and said, it's exactly like a girl's dress, but for a boy. <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay.
1: So cute. <laughs> Too right, kid, always teaching me. He does adore his spider dress, but next time he's coming with me and he can choose. That's fantastic. Oh, That's it a and jolly holiday. And it's a jolly a jo- holiday. <laughs> That's created a jolly
2: holiday in my heart. And I, always, those stories always make me feel so good about the future. Because, mm. <laughs> oh, he's going to grow up. And, you know, I believe that children are our future. Mm. And that's really, I love it. Did you just come up with it? Just yeah, you? just wow, like that, that's, yeah. That's beautiful. I'm kind yeah. of channeling yeah. this a song about yeah. that?
1: Yeah. <laughs> cool tips. What have we... Learned
0: this month that we would like to share with the group. Um, I learned um, a cool tip. I'm sensing a theme today from a lovely Rarotongan woman. Mm. Um, And that is using the leaves on your lemon tree, (gasps) the things. So she has it as a tea, just... Take three mm. newer leaves mm. from the lemon tree, give them a little bit of a twist. Makes a really lovely herbal lemon tea rather than just sort of like putting lemon in it. It's yeah. still got that sort of aromatic herbal yeah. wow. flavor. Yeah. And it's good for me because my lemon tree refuses to produce actual lemons. So now I can <laughs> use it. But also it is a replacement for cafe lime leaves and lemongrass in recipes. Because I cannot oh. be bothered Buying either of those ingredients ever, you use one little bit and then you never, and then just moulds in your fridge. You can freeze it.
2: You can freeze the lime leaves. Yeah, but I like that idea. Yeah. Just the humble lemon tree can use the whole thing. I love the lemon tree. Well, the leaves and the mm. fruits. Lemon tree, very pretty. Yeah. And the lemon flower is sweet. But the food of all lemon. I'm just doing <laughs> songs tonight. I don't know why I'm doing <laughs> that. Musical yeah. guests. So well, well, then my tip f- f- uh, follows on nicely uh, because when I was in Rarotonga, have I mentioned that I've been overseas? <laughs> yeah, <thank> you
1: <laughs> uh, We're currently being blinded by your tan. Yeah, <laughs> crazy. You are glowing in an offensive way.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. I, um, I, I packed a, a box of Iced tea bags—you know the tea bags that you can make with cold water—and mm-hmm. uh, passing because I never quite know what to drink. I don't drink beer, and um, oh, I don't know what. I am not. I can't explain any more of the background to it. Anyhow. <laughs> Passing through duty-free, packed up a bottle of vodka, and so all I had to drink, all I needed to drink, was iced tea during the day, made with boiled water from the jug, because it's non-potable out of the tap. Te- and then in the evening, I would start splashing vodka oh. into it with my own little cocktail on the beach. Oh, my goodness. So, yeah, and, yeah. and tea bags are so easy to travel with. Yeah. So, mm. um, and I've always, you know, I always take green tea with me, but. Iced tea bags when they were fruity flavored and loved it. I can't believe both of our tips are tea related. I know, this is I love rare. it. I love tea. Wow. Oh. Did you check uh, for undies in the kettle? Check for undies in the kettle. Oh my god! <laughs> no, I, but I, I I I boiled the. <laughs> water in the kettle and tipped it out and then boiled the yeah, water yeah. again yeah. and, undie, and flush. Then, yeah. Yeah, undie flush and then chilled it in the fridge I don't really believe anybody boils their undies in there. I think that's one of those I thought that was yours no that was no. me I, yeah. I, I got
0: told uh, if you hadn't heard that episode I was told <laughs> once that people in hotels and motels use the jug to clean the underwear by boiling it inside of the kettle yeah. boiling <laughs> them in the kettle and that's why you should never have a cup of tea in a motel
2: yeah I just think it's one of those let's be Right into something things. Yeah, yeah. I actually think
0: it's true because Do it's you? actually kind of ingenious.
2: But why would you Is need to boil it? them? Why don't you, don't you just use sterilize? hot water and some motel soap? I guess because it's quicker. Okay, all you right, know? compact. Anyway, it's like boil away the germs. I, I don't have undy mouth. so
0: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> okay.
2: According to a bunch of things
0: I've read recently, there's feces lying on absolutely everything around us anyway. Your phone
1: is the least of your concerns, Uh, isn't it? It's like all over the show. Yeah. Um, I don't really have a tip so much as a cry for help. Oh, (laughs) let us help you. I have began cycling to work as well as another one of my little things. And it was the other day, first time I cycled with a moon cup in. (gasps) That didn't work.
0: (laughs) It didn't go oh. down well. I oh know. <laughs> Did it break the seal? It moves. Oh. Like, does it hurt?
1: It's not that it hurts. I just went. It's like you you feel you're sitting
0: on oh, no. a measuring
1: cup <laughs> in a way that oh, is no. <laughs> aggressive <laughs> to the insides. <laughs> and then I was like, well, that's definitely broken the seal, and it's got to You know, I'll be sloshing all over the show. So I'm just, I just need some help, yeah. really. Professionally, I
0: medically, cannot um, help you. So you're going to have to rely on yeah. our if there lovely listeners. Are any cyclists listeners. out
1: there? Just mm-hmm. tell me. I mean, because you know you have to put it quite low. So once the bike seats
2: drop,
0: it low. getting involved.
2: Yeah, you've got a
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: You've got a situation. I want to know. I want to hear from cyclists and also uh, horsey people, horse riding people. Yeah.
1: Yes, motorbikes. Mm. Motorbikes. I, yeah. It's just it's just one of those things. Where I'm like, I've never thought about this before. Yeah. No one has ever warned me about this before. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And now I'm dealing with a blood bath. <laughs> <laughs> Thankfully, I was like wearing the period undies as well. Oh, I don't please. know why I'm doing this sort of <laughs> hand good. gesture, but it's sort of a, <laughs> a cupping
2: hand it's cupping gesture. It's with the hands beneath Two me, layers. I like it. Out. Dual core.
1: <laughs> but yeah, it was an experience. Love cycling. Yeah. It's not with the,
2: uh, not with the not intrusion mm that was
1: the intrusion, so if yeah, if anyone can get in touch, Alex at the spin off <laughs> <laughs> I just need some help, okay, we're up to the shit trifle when I re- talk about the shit trifle, I'm talking about there are four news stories I'd say this month, which all stuck out all uh vaguely the same. I mean, a lot of women will see these new stories and they all sort of start to blur together into <laughs> the same um horrible web of things. Um, the first was Scott Cougaline returning to the Black Caps and having a stellar game, and mm. what an amazing guy! Go that um, boy! Go the boy! So gifted, f- gif- so the boy
0: said gif- You're the boy. What a future! Yeah.
1: Um, without any mention at all of his uh, sexual assault case from when was it? Was it on the two years ago or something? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, 2016. 2016. Um, it was pretty bizarre. Again, it was almost like the Gillette thing where I was like, okay, you just come back and it's like no one's going to say anything. Yeah. And no one did say anything for a while but um, there was like a slew of really great Opinion pieces and Kānoa Lloyd. Um yes. I think maybe was that the return yeah. episode of the project? It was the first
2: episode back. Yeah. 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 Uh, I thought she did a fantastic job. And there was also that really good... I'm sorry, I should have looked up the name of the woman who wrote this, the piece about the New Zealand cracker has to stop being silent about yeah. about mm. The answer is not silent. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, and that's not to say... She's, if you're talking about the spin off piece, there was a quote from her where she says, No one's arguing that any man who ever commits any act of violence be forever shunned from society, but the alternative is not silence. You yes. can't just pretend like that never That's happened. Funny, yeah. We acknowledge that in the court of law, he was charged not guilty. Um, but there were also details of the case that came out yeah. that I think deserve acknowledging. Yeah. Yeah. Um, They sort of, New Zealand cricket were invited, I think, by kānoa onto the, to sit at the desk and all that sort of thing. They sent through a statement um, and they've also since said that they did sort of involved um, sexual harassment workshops and things like that, which I guess is like a start, but sort of
0: feels only when prodded. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. There has to be something public facing because our sports people, for better or for worse, are held up as our country's biggest role models to children. Yep.
2: Mm. Yeah and we want to see people uh, attempting redemption asking for forgiveness and and doing something to fix it. Yeah. So and we ask for that from the people who did the thing. Mm. And we ask for that from the people who then elevate them to a position of um, of power and privilege, really. Yeah. So if they've been quietly going around the in the scenes doing some work on consent and um, sexual harassment and violence, great, but it needs to be seen. We yeah, need to mm. be able to see that.
1: Indeed. Also, you should be proud of that. You should be shouting about it and setting an example Yeah. to all the other sporting institutions in New Zealand, which
2: and I have such a great reputation. Well, and yeah, cricket and rugby both have terrible reputations for mm. the way that their uh, players treat women. So oh, they
0: really do. Yeah. I absolutely would never be able to repeat anything on this podcast, but the stories I have heard about specific All Blacks like that we think of as our shiny, shiny golden boys, yep. mm. first-hand accounts
2: mm.
0: are just awful.
2: Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And was just the first of it. and then there's the, the, so and this leads us into mm. the rest of the discussion is that imagine being one of those women mm. and having to have their image, their name, and their success placed in front of you constantly
1: mm. Or if one of them wanted to launch his music career <laughs> on the instance. 6 p.m. news,
2: for example. <laughs> Needed to raise some money to do that.
1: Exactly. Because, yeah, that's not the only part. It's like sending a message to the general public about, you know, the steps that someone like New Zealand cricket should take, but also thinking of the survivors, yeah. which is the thing that's so often overlooked. Yeah, um, We're talking now about Roastbusters, I am assuming, um, and Joseph Parker breaking his silence after five years Passed since the Rosebusters scandal were frequently described in the media as like sort of group sex group sex and like parties like yeah drinking group sex yeah it wasn't that no,
2: no. it wasn't that. no um
1: and i feel the like sex ring a lot of that was missing from his return to the public eye which g- god only knows why he decided well we know why he decided to do it but
0: I suspect though, because there's been a lot of dissection of like who's behind the scenes and who was encouraging Mm. him and who was um, coaching him. And some people have said, Oh, he's definitely got a media advisor or a publicist or something and I absolutely do not think that's the case because I don't think any PR professional would encourage him to do it how he did. No. No. But a lot of uh his uh, reasoning behind why he was doing it is to do with finding God and finding Jesus and feeling forgiven. Mm. So my theory is that there's some kind of like American like youth leader or pastor who just sort of thinks that being Forgiven by God is enough
2: Yeah Mm.
0: For everything To cover it Just covers Just a blanket
2: Confess God forgives Mm. God God. forgives
0: So you go and tell everyone about God And then that will be your good deed Right Done That'll be your redemption You're absolved Mm. I don't know this for sure But this is just my theory That makes sense
2: That makes better sense than Yeah Like I agree I don't think any PR person Would have suggested that he do what he did No Or
0: lawyer I mean I
2: feel Mm. like he was
0: on some pretty shaky ground and a lot of his answers, you know, mm-hmm. when Cameron Rutherford asked him, "At what point did you realise having non-consensual sex with underage girls who were drunk was wrong?" He didn't deny it. No. no, no, he just said the police have all the details of the complaints, and they came to the conclusion they did for a reason. Yeah, that's really facing up oh, to your um, and
2: the, actions. And the it? reason actually was that the investigation was really badly handled and it was the police themselves who yeah. who in their own investigation found that. So that was the reason, wasn't <laughs> Wasn't it? You were okay. Yeah. And you know, I have a lot of problems with the whole way the interview was conducted, edited, broadcast, you know, quite apart from that it was, why does he get, well, this is your fantastic story, Alex, why does he get to have a voice and a platform and exposure and get to tell his story when we don't Mm. give that privilege to the survivors? But, I mean, I keep hearing in discussions about how that uh, interview was broadcast that over and over and over again, Karen asked him if he was sorry, Mm. and he never answered that question Mm -hmm. and I as much as I don't think any of it should have been broadcast I I don't understand why that wasn't put in because it's it's damning really but I don't think I just feel like none of it should have been stuck on the 6 o'clock news I totally agree Mm.
1: and Um, it was framed in such a way that felt I'm not sure if I ended up including it in the story that I wrote with calling her Laura, one of the Roastbusters survivors, but she sort of talked about the way that it was framed as sort of a gossip piece, yeah, like a salacious sort of, it wasn't that, you know, for her and for who knows how many women, Mm. last week was one of the worst weeks of Of their lives, you know, and
0: that all...
2: That to not be it, heard, that wasn't part of it. to yeah. not be yeah. heard, to not be heard, to not be heard, and then for him to be heard again.
0: Yeah, mm. and because there is so many victims as well. So like, I just I also found very offensive just sort of broadly referring to the whole group as these young women, those young women. Mm. It was just so vague that every time it was said, they became more and more invisible. You know, like I really genuinely think a better journalist would have said here's an example of one of your victims, here's their police report, here's what they've said you have done, what do you say to that, you know? Yeah. Like, -hmm. that's so much more effective by making him look at one person in the eyes, even if they're not there. A specific... They're just referring to them as this nameless group that sort of, it's in the past Which is how...
2: I know that wasn't their intention, That's how rape culture works, isn't it? By By making women nameless and faceless and an amorphous bunch. Yeah. 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 You just sort
0: of feel them fading into the background the more he talked Mm. about his experience. He even used the term, what I've been through, which I thought was an incredible thing to say. What a spin on it, eh? Like, to somehow
1: victimize yourself, which I mean also came to light when people discovered his Patreon and his music bloody career with these songs, which he had talked about the Roastbusters experience as traumatizing for him and him yeah. having to run away and again I go back to Laura she said I couldn't run away. Yeah. I was here you got to go to LA, I was here in New Zealand and that, I mean it's easy to forget the media circus around I mean we saw it last week to be honest yeah. but we saw it at the time. You couldn't You couldn't
2: get away. Get, yeah, there's no way you could not see here yeah. all mm. of it. She
0: just had to stay here in get ill and be stressed and mm. drop out of university and just have every single part of her life crumble a little bit because of him while he got to escape and have a music career. Yeah, mm.
2: And by the way, his
0: music is shit.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that would be all of our honestly held opinion. Honestly held opinion.
1: <sighs> yeah. And that was also something that I kind of, I wanted to get across in the same way that like I don't know if it was, like, an attempt to humanize Joseph Parker or, like, show us. There's the idea that, like, the rapists are always, like, the ones with the balaclavas in the the alleyway, right? The same way I feel like their survivors aren't, like, these women kind of cowering in a stock photo in the corner. Mm -hmm. Like, they're just getting on with their fucking lives, you know? That's the other thing. That Yes, they're hurt, and yes, they're constantly in pain, but... They exist. Like, they're in the world. They're around us. Yeah. They're around men. <laughs> they're yeah. around people like Joseph Parker. Yeah. They watch the news. Yeah. You know, and they see that. They're not sort of this like fantastical concept totally. of like a victim.
0: Yeah. They're overcoming their nerves and suspicions to go on a, a date with someone that they like, that they will have to at some point explain what has happened to them, mm. too. Yeah.
1: Mm. Yeah. I mean, it was a. <sighs> It was a really intense week last week, Mm. and it was interesting, I mean, because there's almost two strands to it, right? There's, like, the central, there's the Roastbusters story, and then there's almost, like, the media side of it. Mm. Um, And one thing that did kind of irk me slightly in the response to my story was how many people really aggressively tagged in News Hub and was like, shame on you, News Hub, shame on you, Karen. Mm. And I was like, let's not get too bogged down in (laughs) that. I mean not to defend News Hub either, I think they did go about it the not not entirely the most sensitive way that they could have. But also it's a bit what's for the trees as well, you yeah. know? <laughs> yeah. Um I mean I was happy that people,
0: you know, were responding and reading
1: it, but I think it's a little bit of misdirected anger potentially yeah, yeah, as well. Too. No, I I'm,
0: definitely think the intention was good. Yeah on News yes. Hub's part. I think they had Tried their hardest to sort of uh, expose him in some way, mm. but it just it just didn't go far enough.
2: Mm. No, and it, Karen was the person who broke the story in the first yeah. place, so she's probably totally. been following this and and his activity all the time. So the, you know, for us, it popped back up. Yeah, but mm. yeah for absolutely. Her, That's like the survivors. many years of work for her. Yeah, yeah totally. Yeah. So I can Definitely see appreciate did that. It. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Mm.
1: What a
2: January eh?
0: <laughs> and oh, then there's, and there's I there's
1: mean, more. there's more. Do and we then even want it? Oh. <laughs> the Defense Force. Yeah, that's outrageous. Um ordering what's her name? Maria Maria? Maria Taylor to pay her alleged abuser twenty-eight thousand dollars. Yeah. Yeah. Despite finding it likely that he assaulted and falsely imprisoned her in the nineteen eighties.
0: They locked her in a flipping cage. The good news on this story though is that the Give A Little page that was started for her has over
2: $52,000 in it. Fantastic. Wow. Yeah. Community justice then. Yeah.
0: So I think, I mean, there's some work to try and get, some appeal to try and get the New Zealand Defence Force to pay those costs.
2: And they've, they were entitled to, I mean, I, f- I find it hard to even understand this, the logic behind any of this, but the New Zealand Defence Force was entitled to ask her for costs for their part of the case as well and they said no thank you, which is the least they could do. Well, actually, Mm. they didn't say no thank
0: you. Jacinda told them that they couldn't. Right. She actually intervened directly and said no, 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 no. Do not take a dime from that woman. did
2: a perfect Jacinda finger there. That was great. Thank you.
0: you. Um, But yes, hopefully the government can intervene once more and not have her pay her own money or ours mm. to her abuser I mean ideally he wouldn't get any money at all and it was all on a flippin technicality like you yeah. know mm. yeah, that's statute of limitations and the ACC Act mm. I did not know you we know? Had one this is just lawyers being lawyers yeah mm. without really knowing the psychological and emotional impact of whatever they're lawyering
2: mm. and then there's Grant Hannes
0: yeah
1: Oh, my God. And this was the most recent one, isn't it? This was mm. just... Was it yesterday, the
0: day before? Uh, the Was he a journalism lecturer? Yes, university? yes. yes. And, yeah, lots of our uh, peers in this mm. industry studied under him. Mm. And, yeah, my thoughts go out to you guys because that's a, it's a heavy thing to think about and have to know. Yeah.
2: Mm. Yes, and I imagine... Oh, I don't know if I'm already... Uh, I'll just say in general terms that somebody doesn't start sexually assaulting women later in life. Yeah. So um, I always think that in instances like this, where it appears to be a sudden act, that there's the likelihood that it had a yeah. it's part of a pattern. Mm. Yeah.
0: Oh, for context, if those, if maybe we've got some international listeners, uh, yeah. so Grant Hannis was a journalism lecturer from Mass University who's found guilty of sexually assaulting a, an, a patient in a rest home with dementia. An elderly,
2: 82-year-old 80, 82 82 yeah. woman.
0: The elderly woman. The details of the case are absolutely horrific. Once mm. the sort of name suppression was lifted and they, they printed the details, it was just so sort of took her into her room and shut the door and, and then were interrupted by a, a care worker, a rest-time worker, who went off to get a manager and he kept going. Yep. It's, it's absolutely awful. Absolutely shocking. And I thought it, his sentence was shortened.
2: Because they lifted name suppression, mm. oh, I don't, is that yes, right? I like there's like a right. correlation,
1: as if that sort of because
2: punishment. Being, yes, us being able to say Grant Hannis' name is part of the punishment. So, uh, yeah. So, men of standing get less of a sentence, like no time in prison. He gets home detention. Yeah. Men of standing get that because they're no longer men of standing. Yeah. Mm. Which seems
0: Which says a lot about how we class people yeah, doesn't it? yeah, <laughs> in yeah. This
2: society. if we'd never heard of him, he'd be in prison, Yeah, that's yeah. right, if he was a plumber, he'd be in prison yeah. i yeah.
0: yeah, what do we mean by standing, oh, we mean white yeah. and middle class, yeah, mm. yeah.
2: Mm. it's amazing how we value those things, yeah, yeah, and I think he was late to plead guilty um I, yeah, there was, like, the prospect of having to put this 82-year-old woman with dementia on the stand before he pleaded guilty to some of the charges was is just, can you imagine what yeah. that's like? Mm. My, my 84-year-old mother's in a nursing home now, and, and just, I would just, I don't know, I, I would kill people. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, so that's...
1: <sighs> well, we're done with the shit trifle,
2: I, I think.
0: think.
1: I think yeah. that's all of them. So that's I think it's f- time for a jolly holiday. I need it. Yeah, Tina's ready. <laughs> Tina's ready. This actually oh my goodness. This is someone from who's inside the on the rag uh community page called DJ McLean who commented breakfast <laughs> The Breakfast the Morning Show Facebook page uh posted a story about um and they being massive support for New Zealand drug buying agency Pharmac to fund pads and tampons. And this man, John, is Bender? 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 John Bender said, it would be better to put the money towards Bibles for all children. She <laughs> got two likes. And then lovely D came in and said, I don't think the Bible will fit in my vagina, but I'll give it a good old kiwi try.
2: <laughs> that is fantastic. The Bible tends not to be absorbent. <laughs> if yeah. you noticed that? Like it's on really thin paper yeah. often. That's just, I mean, it's great for rolling joints. It's very but good for rolling joints. a Gideon's Bible, but not. <laughs> up, yeah. Up um, your Koozie. DJ McLean is
0: one of ours she's part of the On The Rag mm. 24-7 community it is a two year old post and she's real- oh it is? yeah <laughs> I don't know I think her friend might have like just dug it out of the oh I thought it the was crypt, but I for one do not care how old it is it's I will love stone, it pre yeah. repost in two banner. years
2: I will still be loving it <laughs> yeah a good
0: old Kiwi try is just it's part of the lexicon now totally that's the <laughs> eff- that's all the effort I'm putting into everything <laughs> Ah, a good, okay, we try.
1: Oh, I love it! Thank you so much, Dee. <laughs> you are a legend. Two years ago, two years from now. <laughs> <laughs> and the next thing I wanted to talk about was just sort of something that's been seeping in through different um, different outlets. The most recent story written about it was by Al Hunt for the Guardian UK, when she was writing about uh, like selfie. Dys- is dysphoria? Dysmorphia. Dysmorphia. Dysmorphia, um, where people are now, due to Snapchat filters and things that alter their face look like a cute little bunny. Face
0: tune. Uh,
1: taking those photos to plastic surgeons and going, this is what I want my nose to look like. This is what I think I look like. And then when you see a real photo of yourself, it just ups the self loathing, etc. And I feel like this is sort of um, alongside uh, Jamila Jamil's work with Ai Wei and her calling out. Um, big brands for retouching and also Jess Quinn, uh, the model here in New Zealand, who's trying to um, pass some legislation for brands to declare if they have retouched the models, yeah. which is such a great idea. It's awesome. Yeah, It almost is one of those things where it's like, why have we not, why is that not the rule yeah. from the beginning? Yeah,
0: like- <laughs> I mean, lots of brands have actually started moving away from it anyway, mm. and I really appreciate that about ASOS, for instance, as much as I'm sort of against fast fashion um, They have all size models and visible like scars and Mm. stretch marks and blemishes. And I really love it. I just, they still look beautiful. Yeah. Mm. But they look like actual human beings Mm. who are beautiful. It's
2: so extraordinary to me that what you put into your eyes affects your brain. Like I can remember spending some time with... um, So Holly, my daughter, had Barbie dolls. And then I spent uh, a day looking at Lamely dolls. They're like real... They're like... So they're dolls for kids that are built like humans. Right. Mm. As opposed to elongated and ridiculous. Big alien eyes. And I did a, I did a whole lot of research into them for something and I can't even remember what it was. But when I took my eyes away from looking at those dolls and looked at a Barbie, I just found it hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) And the other thing that happened was when I looked at myself, I felt like I was a normal person because I'd been, I'd filled my eyes up with, with these pictures of normal Humans. Yeah. So... And I know, yeah. And I also know, I've noticed this. I used to find my face without makeup really freaky because I, was, I wore some, you know, like yeah. eyeliner and mascara mm. every day. Mm. Uh, and because of a um, uh, horrible skin thing, I haven't had any makeup on for two months. And now when I look at my naked face, I just go, oh, it's my face. Yeah. Mm. Fill your eyes up with real stuff yeah. and you find the, the unreal stuff yeah. bizarre.
1: Yeah. I did a, a cull of my, I Marie Kondo'd my Instagram feet oh, okay. and i took away the people that didn't spark joy which turned out to be a lot of beauty influencers and a lot of like just kind of influencer culture in general and, and models and kylie jenner and all these sorts of people i just went you know what i just can't i can't do it anymore yeah.
2: <laughs> i love you your lipstick i
1: love your eyeshadow but you're stressing me out <laughs> <laughs> and instead there's like i think especially following um iWay, which is uh, Jamila Jamil's sort of initiative, which is i underscore way. And that's a great way of um, people submit photos of themselves with a whole list of things that they are. That's not their weight or the way that they look, you know, academic survivor and all these sorts of things. And from there, there's like a really good list of other people to follow to just sort of flood your Instagram with body positive, um, uplifting, just... Just something a little more real. There's also the thing, I mean, I feel like the next frontier once we get advertising sorted is like FaceTune yeah. and those sorts of yeah. apps where, I mean, no one's going to declare that they're FaceTuned. Yeah. Their that's, I,
0: at this point, I think that, that is going to become a much more insidious mm. issue than advertising. Like, it'll be one of those things that, yeah, we've we've fixed this, you know, big money industry and in advertising, but we can't control what people are doing to themselves individually. Mm. Yeah. But maybe we can help stem the tide by making sure they're not just constantly bombarded externally. Yeah, mm. maybe.
2: Well, yeah, well, we put ingredients on food, right? Well, you know, you say how much sugar's in it. So say how much photoshopping. Is yeah. It, yeah, seems like a reasonable thing.
1: Declare how many pimples you really have. Yes, <laughs> but I
0: guess the <laughs> extrapolation of that from if you have to uh, declare any image that's been retouched. It actually probably works for the food industry and for the drinks Mm. industry because then you can't constantly be like shoving these sort of like beautiful chicken sandwiches down people's throats that don't actually look like that, that don't actually look appealing in any way Mm. when you see them in the flesh and that are terrible for you and are full of sugar and fat.
2: And also getting rid of the other comparison I quite like, free-range and organic food is often less – Beautiful yeah. than the chemically mm-hmm. dis- synthesized food. That's yeah. how I feel about my face. <laughs> so I got an organic face. Free range. Organic. Free range. Free range. Butcher. <laughs> it's better for you.
0: It is better for you.
1: <laughs> oh, I love it. Sometimes I what I do is do worry that even if it's all done away with, the fact that we can like take photos of ourselves <laughs> so. Often, yeah, and and constantly be reviewing them. reviewing our own image. I don't know how you undo
2: that obsession. Like, Maybe we get over it. Maybe because hmm. it used to be just movie stars mm. who you know got photoshopped, who got photographed and photoshopped and made to look beautiful, and then you'd meet them in the supermarket and go, yeah, you're not that much. <laughs> but now you would meet them in the supermarket uh, all yeah. the time. <laughs> always buffing
0: Julia Roberts, The
2: Countdown. <laughs> She's quite nice. She's taller than I thought. <laughs> um, yeah, so maybe we'll get over ourselves and, and have two categories in our head of what we look like when we're photoshopped and what we actually look yeah. like. Mm. But I no, no, I'm making that up. I've got no idea. What if, here's my kind of
1: bad feminist confession that I've been thinking about. Especially, like, the likes of Jamila Jamil will post a photo being like, here's me, no airbrushing, no retouching. And I'm just like, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you beautiful bitch. You, you yeah.
2: butch. I, yeah. I want to know that's been Photoshopped. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to assume that it is and she's lying. <laughs> yeah. It's not fair. Yeah, But she is great. But. Yeah. I thought is there and it would be
0: you're I allowed have to, to be honest I'm allowed podcast. to begrudge someone yeah. their beauty we're, privilege we're, we're, we're it's, it's a friends. privilege for a she
2: might something terrible might happen later <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry that's rude she'll just get older I don't know what will happen <laughs> she'll be 55 and Im- invisible one day probably not probably not actually not, no. I would like to read more things
0: from beautiful feminists about beauty privilege because I read um, you know that young woman uh, Tavi Gevinson mm. she was a, um, a fashion blogger a prodigy from like the age of 12 just really smart and she started rookie magazine the online magazine for young people and when she gave up her fashion blog to start rookie full-time um she sort of had gone through the awkward puberty phase and was entering into just being a very very beautiful young woman and she wrote about the privilege that that afforded her i think she was 16 mm. or something at the time i was like oh my god um but that to this day, and that was years ago, she's probably in her twenties now, um, mm. is the only sort of quite heartfelt and properly deconstructed thing I've ever read by a beautiful feminist about their mm. beauty privilege. And I would like to read more. Yeah. Mm. I thought it was really good. I'll try and find a link to it.
1: Yeah, we could I'm just thinking Rocky Mag like folded, didn't it? It did. But surely hopefully the archives are still there. I'd love to read that. Um do we have any other that was my bad feminist confession earlier about a uh, beautiful old <laughs> Jamila Jamila. Are there any other confessions of the month we'd like to atone for our feminist
2: sins? I don't know if i have got any, because I'm um, a perfect feminist. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty perfect too. I, no, I spent so much time with the turtles, I'm also awesome.
0: <laughs> like, She's probably got the salmonella though. Probably, yeah.
2: <laughs> um, I mean, my only um,
0: confession corner is basically I can't, Keep up with all of the <laughs> amazing links that everyone's putting in. No, Twenty four seven. Yeah, that is my confession. There is so much awesome stuff every day. It would be a full time job to read it all. I, I stuff catches my eye and I engage whenever I can. And I, God knows, I appreciate every single discussion that goes yeah. on in there because it is really cool. Um, and even kind of when shit hits the fan, and we've only had a couple of sort of uh, iffy interactions on the page so far, and they have been resolved. So well. Yeah. Mm. There's no just sort of, you know, shitty digging your heels in and being a dick to each other. It's like proper communication about different ideas Mm. or. Yeah. I love it. I love
2: it. Yeah. Nobody's gone on. Yeah. Anytime anybody's been upset, they've reached out to somebody and it's all, it all gets fixed. And, it's yeah. great. Mm-hmm. and I pro- so the only thing I promise, I, promise from... I don't read everything, but if I if I hit like or do a laughy face or any, I actually have read it. I'm not just scrolling through going, no, yeah. sorry. True same Yeah. I love I it. haven't.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Sometimes I see a picture and I just go, That's fine. That's lovely. I'm sure that's good. <laughs> <laughs> new goal engage (laughs) engage properly but it is like very heartening to see the way that that page has been embraced and the way the communities come together sometimes i do go oh my gosh this is sort of scary Mm. how many people there are and you know the sort of outpouring in there, yeah. but we're sort of trusting the process up yeah. until this point that um, if there are skirmishes <laughs> and stuff, that one of us can fix it. Because yeah. yeah. I think to have like a really heavily moderated, intense kind of approval thing, I don't know, it's just it's such a it's a time suck as well as kind of killing the vibe of it. Yeah. <laughs> what we
0: might do is add a couple of community guidelines to our yeah. about. Yep. Yeah. Um, and we'll probably get feedback from you guys on what you think those should be yeah. mm-hmm. as well.
2: Yeah. yeah that, that would be good.
0: really useful. Um just some rules of engagement. Mm-hmm. 12 rules for life, I know
2: it. 10 <laughs> things boil remember, yeah. One of them I'm pretty sure. Speaking of, mansplain moment.
1: I Has I guess, anyone got one?
2: I don't I don't have a sp- I feel like I've <laughs> had, I've been out and bought I went, bought some new tech. I, well, I bought a. Oh, I put. Oh, fuck! It's too boring. But I used to spend a lot of time in tech stores, and I feel like there was a lot of mansplaining going on. And I just, <laughs> and then just went. Oh, fuck it! I'd give you my credit card and leave. So yeah, people saying things to me like oh, about how many gigs memory and shit? and I'm going. I've got that and they go. Oh, that's not enough. You yeah. need. And I'm like. Fuck you, I know how many gigs of memory I need, dude. Yeah. But, yeah, all right, upgrade me. Yeah. <laughs> oh. uh, it's the part whole... mansplain, part confession corner, that one. Yeah. The whole... it was. layers. I feel like the whole month has been one big man- mansplain. Yeah. No, yeah. ladies, that is not how the world works. That yeah. is not true. Yeah. You think that you're right, but you're wrong. Yeah. That is not what the Gillette ad means. Yeah. yeah. That is not what Scott got did. Yeah. yeah. And this oh, man yeah. is very interesting and should tell his story in prime time. <laughs> yeah.
1: There was a mansplain submitted um, from a, on the Rake 24-7 press and I just had to include. It was a, it's got a positive twist again. It's a layered one with a surprise at the end. Jess says, my husband mansplained how a woman should go to the toilet with togs on. <laughs> and the mortifying part of it was that he was right. <laughs> Did you know that you can just pull pull yes. the togs to the side? Yes, you can. Apparently everyone else knows this. I'm 39 years old and my husband
2: just taught me how to pee. Oh, bless. Oh, I love that. Layers. Yeah, just hook it around the flap. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you need to do. And you get to a point in your life where it stays there. You don't even, you don't even have to hold it. It's great. (laughs) Oh, my God. Hook around the flap.
1: It's got to be some kind of sting now. It's a great (laughs) band. I'm (laughs) (sighs) dead. Oh, dear. The the only other news story I've got in this document is that we realise
2: everyone's been taking the pill wrong because of the Catholic (gasps) Church. This fucking blew my mind. I can't even... Like, I still feel like it's a fake news story. This is bullshit. Bullshit. The actual
0: running your pills together thing, my doctor told me years ago that you don't have to have a break and in fact it's better for you not to
2: I did not know
0: this and I think I've even said it on here before that that I don't have periods because I run my pills together and the very first time she told me that I did a little "Mm, are you sure Mm. and she was like absolutely absolutely don't worry about it it's
2: It's better for you there's the reasons less chance of
0: cancer and so then I just sort of after she told me each consecutive visit, just don't worry about it because I was still really skeptical. And then I would start saying it to friends, and they were like, mm, "I don't know." And it was just like this chain of us not being sure yeah. how that could be right because we'd been told because of the little sugar pills. So
2: I only took the oral contraceptive in the 1980s, and we were told specifically, you know, you got to do the sugar pills, you got to bleed, you got to. You know, yeah. know mm-hmm. And then when later on people were saying it's not actually a real period, it's not actually. Yeah. And they were right. And mm-hmm. I thought they were bullshitting me then. And it's, oh, fuck. I just, I can't yeah. believe it. So we didn't, I didn't need to have periods. I had terrible, terrible yeah. periods. It's seven mm-hmm. days of hell. Yeah. Just... So, yeah, the seven days of placebo pills
0: that you get in a pack of contraceptive pills is completely useless
2: and it, the, it was done right in the hope that if women looked like they were having a period the Catholic Church might go alright yeah, then yeah. like they would the seven yes. day break was yeah. <laughs>
0: introduced in the 1960s it was thought if the pill followed a natural cycle it was more likely the Catholic Church would approve of the artificial contraceptive
2: but can I just say how many fucking years 60 years later we're yeah. still taking the sugar pills 60 years later with not a fucking word from the Pope no <laughs>
0: The Pope needs to speak up I think maybe this. we should all just send the Pope a little note and just be like... Yeah, we should send him a bloody tampon. Just to yeah. let you know. <laughs> Fuck you. I'm running my pearls together because you're obviously very concerned about this. <laughs> <laughs> but hold on. So the alternative
1: is women proving they're having a... Pe- like, you know what I mean? The Catholic Church... We'd have to see yes. that women are bleeding
2: bleeding. and then go, okay. So So how does that play out? So we should be posting all our tampons and pads and contents of moon cups to the Vatican. Because they give a shit, man. They care so much. They care so
0: much. You may as well ask them about your bicycle problem as well while you're at it. See what the Pope has to say.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dear. Again, yeah. It speaks to the theme of just a month of mansplaining. Yeah, yeah, that's the I'm ultimate like
0: That's a
2: sixty-year 60 mansplain
0: yeah. that we only Should just got told about. I can't believe what
2: it. What else are you keeping from us? <laughs> what else are we doing but wrong? Can you imagine if men were told that for sixty years they've been doing a thing that actually cost them a lot of money and made them quite miserable, and it had been a big piece of bullshit that they wouldn't be out in the streets; they'd be fucking Brian Tamaki. Oh, and yeah, have yeah. a march yeah. it's just like where's <laughs> Jordan Peterson army of lawyers on it
1: yeah. yeah they'd be sewing the shit out of everybody yeah. I mean we've seen how they mobilise against a Gillette ad. <laughs> can you even imagine <laughs> can you even imagine yeah. wow I've I'm gone kind of a bit hysterical I love it it's very We're hot in hot. here <laughs> what about
2: hot,
1: yeah. <laughs> we'll wrap up with our watch club recommendations and book club before we get
0: to the Yas Queens what have we been reading watching that we'd like to share. Um, Like all of New Zealand, I read Normal People by Sally Rooney over the summer. I love a a trendy book. uh, I do too. (laughs) I don't know why I was reading it. I just got told... Uh, I read this really great book here, Borrow It, by our general manager, kerri And at mm. that point, I hadn't heard of it. So I was like, great book. Mm-hmm. And then as I opened it, all of a sudden, my Instagram feed and Twitter feed and emails were just full of people who were also reading the same book. I was like, it's like an unintentional book club, which was cool. Yeah. Um, and I really loved it. And I really loved the characters. And I found the main uh, woman protagonist just so real and relatable and mm. just the most beautifully three-dimensional Young woman and all of the complexity that that entails. Mm-hmm.
1: And she was cool. And she was cool. And the author is
0: younger than me. Oh my so. gosh! she's so young. So, yeah. I've already complained <laughs> about this.
2: What does she look like without makeup on? <laughs>
0: Most importantly. No.
2: Wait, did we talk about this in the last? No, we didn't. We have had this conversation. We've just Mike, had this conversation, like, yeah. haven't
0: we? Because I finished the book and then there's a few blank pages and then you get to the inside back and it says, Silly Rooney was born in 1991. <gasps> and I went, fuck off! And threw <laughs> the book across the room. <laughs> just quite a way to finish a book that you've really enjoyed and also this is her second novel yeah, oh novel. <laughs> how dare you there's probably shit
2: she can't do Yeah,
0: but yeah. boy she can write Yeah. Right. she ever kissed a turtle on the mouth yeah
2: that's what I'm talking about
1: <laughs> yeah that's mine too I loved it I hate books but I like that one <laughs> go to the women's book shop
2: I read Megan Dunn's Tinder box which is uh, Megan Dunn is a Wellington writer and it's a little book about her failure to write a book oh, which wow. sounds a bit meta and when I, for somebody describes it to me i oh wank and um, <laughs> it is not wank and, uh, and it's really lovely because there's a bit near the end of it where she's in the Arrow Valley um, video store and she's explaining to the guy who owns it what she's been doing and which is is writing a book about her failure to write a book and he writes, ooh sounds a bit meta yeah." <laughs> and so it's in the book so it's really cute um, and she's the queen of the metaphor um, like Patricia Lockwood in that mm. same kind of style of just putting two disparate ideas together to make this really powerful punchy metaphor or simile sometimes she uses the word like Yes, thank Ooh. you. Uh, so that's really lovely. That's great. It's great. I haven't been watching much. I've been, because uh, we've been not here. And it's really nice You've not been having... Watching have watching Sea been, and the I've Turtles. have the yeah. Turtles. But I'm back into Series 2 of The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Like, oh, yeah. Which I'm really oh, yeah. loving. Yeah. Yeah. I watch that. Yeah. How about you, Leonie? Um, I very
0: much enjoyed watching all of uh, Sex Education on Netflix in very quick succession. Oh. What is known as a binge. Yeah. <laughs> um, it is a, uh, I guess like a high school coming of age set in the UK, but very much shot like a big shiny US high school um, rom-com, but it's about um, quite a dorky uh, young man whose mother played by Gillian Anderson, who's just perfect oh. as a sex therapist. And he finds himself accidentally giving uh, advice to a a classmate along the sex therapy lines and ends up inadvertently in a sex therapy business at his high school, whilst also being incredibly incompetent in his own sex life. Fantastic. But the characters are just so fantastic. There's nothing two-dimensional about any single character in it, and it's really sex-positive, it's really body-positive, it's really inclusive. It really does make you think that if this is the kind of shit that young teenagers get to watch about Mm. being a sexual being and absorb those messages, that it's okay to feel weird and confused about stuff, but anything you feel is still normal is amazing. And it's funny. It's so so funny. funny. Oh, God. Yeah, so I, I adored every second of that. I
1: I've basically just been alternating between... uh, I've watched eight seasons of The Walking Dead. Holy! (laughs) Over summer. Just like the antithesis of everything you've just said. Um, (laughs) I don't know why. I just like... I am obsessed with it. Like, I am... It's all I think about. I dream about it. I want to kill a zombie in my lifetime. (laughs) And I I realized that I was trying to sort of... Analyze it. There's also like, there's some amazing women in the show. It's the show starts off real rocky. It's super male, it's super white. And you can see, because you know, watching it's been going for what nearly like 10 years, but condensing it down into a summer, you can see the way that the show has reacted to like representation Mm, issues and the public mood. And by the end of it, the women, and there's just like, there's like two white guys in it. Everyone else is like awesome. And I was just like, this is cool to see a show. Actually react yeah, to the world around it, um, and that's probably why it's it survived. Like, and there's lots of zombies in it. <laughs> <laughs> I find it like cathartic as well, because for some reason I've always sort of gravitated towards horror and like gore and violence. But more recently, I'm sick of watching uh, things where it's just men killing women. Yeah, yeah. and this everyone dies, <laughs> so yeah. it's fine.
0: Yeah. <laughs> this might seem like a really stupid question, mm. but are there any zombies that are good? not uh, yet no. oh okay so they're all bad they they're are getting like... smarter right. they're basically just like uh,
1: driven by like an animalistic force yeah. they have no good or evil they just want to eat flesh
0: yeah you know and then soon one will learn how to love <laughs>
1: yeah <laughs> 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 that's what i talking about no spoilers please um <laughs> And Marie Kondo are tidying up with oh, yeah. Marie Kondo, of course, is um the world swept, is kondo in their swept lives. The
2: I fucking love clutter. If everybody <laughs> can keep their hands off my clutter. Yeah. I fucking
1: love it. I have enjoyed the tidying up process. I have shed many tears. I'm someone oh. who has a deep emotional attachment yeah, yeah. to my That's things. That's why
2: I love my clutter. Um,
1: clothing from particular moments and things like that I find really hard to get rid of. Um, I see it as a personal affront if someone gets rid of something that I've given them ever. <laughs> yeah. Um, So I think learning to sort of let go of a bit of
0: that. Mm -hmm. And also um, just consuming less as we face the apocalypse. (laughs) 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 Sinking into the boiling seas. Mm. Exactly. Mm. Which brings us to Yas (laughs) Queen.
1: My Yas Queen is actually on that note is that is she from Denmark? Greta Thunberg, the 15-year-old uh, climate change oh, yes. protesting teenager who is so cool. Yeah. <laughs> and it also kind of scares me in her intensity and her how plain spoken she yeah. is about the crisis. But I'm like, if we can't get a, you know politicians and world leaders to speak like that then someone's got to so she's encouraging kids to take every friday off school to protest you know government action yes. on climate change she's speaking at all these massive world conferences and just sort of plainly saying things like i don't want your hope i want you to panic
0: yeah I, wow. I want you to
1: feel the fear that i feel every day <sighs> and it makes you feel sick but that's what we need so yep. shout out to her, Yas Queen. Yes, Queen, for looking us yes, straight yeah, yeah. in the eyes
0: and yeah. speaking truth to power. Mm-mm. Um, I think we need her in New Zealand. There's one of our regional councils that just rejected a whole bunch of like climate change uh, policy because it hadn't really been proven yet. No. We just didn't think that the community actually had the proof that it needed that climate change was a problem. Oh,
2: God. Um, I think I
0: was in Taranaki, and then apparently there's all these like school kids from like schools around the area who've been taught about climate change, and we're like, oh my god, you don't have to stick around for this. We do. Yeah. Can't yeah. reject climate change initiatives because you don't believe it's real if the rest of us do. Anyway. Wow. Old farties. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. That's what we call them. <laughs> Who are your Yas Queens? My Yas Queen is uh, Alex Casey. No! Because that was a shitty week and... Oh, I'm going to cry. That's really dumb. Um, (laughs) I was so relieved that somebody with your wit and... Uh, articulateness, which I clearly don't have. There's not a fucking word, articulateness. I was I was so angry that night, and I wanted somebody to fix it, to write the thing that needed to be written. And you did it, and you were the perfect person to do it. It was an amazing piece of writing. Aww, thank you.
0: It's true. It
1: was. Oh, that's so nice. I'm so proud. Um, the woman Laura that I spent yeah. a few hours across the room from on Tuesday afternoon who shared her story for the first time publicly um, uh, speechless really I mean there's not a lot I can say but the bravery and the generosity in doing that and ripping open all those wounds um, so she could heal and and also be able to heal others and sharing it
2: it's just like
1: immeasurable um, and I was just lucky to be able to be a vessel to Be able to tell her story, so thank you, Laura. Thanks, Laura. Yeah, thank Laura. you, Laura. Yes, Queen. Yes, Queen. And thank you to Tina, of course, Tina. who's now clicking all over the show. Thank you for producing producer, in this extremely things. hot room. She took a scarf off, she took a scarf off, which means it is sweltering. Yeah, <laughs> um, thank you again to the <laughs> Woman's Bookshop for supporting us. Please go and buy a book of them and tell them that on the rag sent you. Ask Carol about her guac. Yeah. <laughs> it'll,
2: probably, it'll
1: probably confuse you. What it. is the ingredient?
0: <laughs> what is the secret ingredient?
1: And come talk to us on the On The Rag Facebook page, On The Rag 24-7. or uh, you hear from us? What was that? The Instagram. Instagram. Oh, and Instagram. That was so good. I thought, good. Going, I thought going, it's the crab. It's the crab. And I was like, where's the crab? I thought it was turtles. <laughs> and Instagram. There's two photos there. Give them a like. <laughs> and on The Rag pod. We'll see you next month. Bye. Bye. Make Bye.
0: it <laughs> <laughs> Ready to rediscover the joys of cycling? With over three hundred kilometers of cycle paths across Tamaki Makoto. Jumping
2: on your bike and going for a ride is such a fun way to discover the city from a different perspective. Cycling is getting more and more popular across Auckland, so now's a great time to join the hype and give cycling a go. Head to at.govt forward slash cycling to find your nearest cycleway today.
0: Talo for lover. I'm Madeline Chapman, editor at The Spinoff. If you have the means, consider supporting our high quality journalism by becoming a spin-off member. Sign up now at thespinoff.co.nz donate.
2: The Spinoff Podcast Network.